Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Modern Aged Middle Life, a podcast brought to you by Emily Baum and Graham Jarvis, comedy writers addressing modern day confusions for the middle aged. In the beginning, there was running because you ran away from tigers and lions and things that could eat you like dinosaurs. Then Jane Fonda put a leotard on it and called it aerobicize. <laughs> so today I would like to talk to you about the exercise fads that have taken over our lives through the ages. Exercise fads. Yes. Oh, there's a topic. This is going to be a biggie. <laughs> it's colourful and it's elasticated. So I figure two very important criteria for a listen-only podcast. <laughs> exercise fads sometimes are thought of as toys. And then people think, oh, I could make that into a proper exercise product. Do you think it's mainly men or women? I'd like not to make a sexist judgment here, but I'm pretty confident, speaking as a female, that's probably very female orientated. Ah, well, that's where I disagree. Um, Coming from a male perspective, I think men are in there wanting muscle type things, but they'll go for any old fad. And let's face it, these fads usually are things that say, you can look like this, and they put up a picture of somebody that's worked for 30 years to achieve that. <laughs> you can achieve this by doing this for one minute a day while you're lying down watching telly. And eating Maltesers. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. And the picture is always, if it's this bulk up shakes for a guy, it's always like some genetically modified Russian Olympic bodybuilder. <laughs> and if it's the shakes for a woman, it's some sort of very, very thin and toned look Ursula Andress type of work. You know, they seem to have these static images that are very generically appealing. Blokes want to bulk up and look more muscly. Women want to suddenly look like Jane Fonda. A lot of blokes think that women want them to look more muscly. So you never hear a man saying, oh, I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to become stick thin, because that's what women want. Mm, that's true. No female wants a stick thin man. It's a sign of weakness. Yeah, or perhaps you're aiming to star in that stick man, stick man. I'm not a <laughs> stick. <laughs> so there might be the odd man that wants to appear in a cartoon feature on Christmas Day, but most of them don't want to do that. Let's be honest, Stephen Merchant's got the part already, hasn't he? <laughs> I guess. He's got the copyright. No one else need apply. <laughs> yeah, but it's very true. There are these differences. But the fads that you look back at, and these are ones that you've done, you've bought into, you've committed time and money to, you laugh at in hindsight. But at the time, you thought, this is going to change my life. This is going to revolutionise things. I think one of the big things from my childhood, things like a hula hoop, was supposed to be really good exercise. Mm. And then before you knew it, in fact, before I'd even got one, it was shown that loads of people going into hospital with dislocated backs and <laughs> hips falling off. So it was an exercise fad. But I think they're still about. They are. Not the hula hoop, the sweet. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nightmare to get in and out of, if I'm honest. <laughs> but hula hoops... I remember the saying, you'll lose inches off your waist. You will slim and tone down your waist. But you're right. No one ever does the caveat. But by the way, you're likely to dislocate a hip and look like a moron in your front drive. How strange would it be if you've got a 24-inch waist and everywhere else is heaving with fat? <laughs> <laughs> it's like just a little rut, isn't it, in the road? Where it's all, you know. Can you see it now? Hula hoop. Just helps you redistribute it, really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Who wants a girdle? Get a hula hoop. 
Do you have painfully thin legs? Well, we can solve that. We're going to drop what's around your waist and just do a lower denomination. Other crazies for keep fit that I think came from toys that I remember. Variations on roller skates. They became roller blades, didn't they? And it was all trendy. At one point, I think it was a marriage between roller skates and the pogo stick. I'm sure I remember this. Like a roller skates without the wheels, and where the wheels should have been, there were like really strong springs, and you boinged yourself along the road. Wasn't that an episode of Inspector Gadget? Were these things really real? <laughs> did you have springy shoes? I think somebody did think that it would be really good to hop up and down on a shoe with springs underneath, and again, all in the name of it'll help your fitness levels. They were trying to think of any reason why you should buy this thing. That's like saying, do you not have space in your house for a full-size trampoline? Why not buy springy shoes? Available now from all A&E <laughs> departments. <laughs> well, the shoe manufacturers still sort of do it, don't they? With Nike, or is it Nike? My son told me the other day, you're not in America. In England, it's Nike. Oh. In America, it's Nike. Good of him to let you know. No idea whether it's true or not. So please, don't write in. In fact, it is true. In the UK, it's Porsche, but in America, it's Porsche. Is it? Yeah. And I think the other one, which sounds like you're about to attack somebody, is... Adidas! Or Adidas. Yeah. Active passive. See, there you go. You're totally up on it now. But these shoe manufacturers have got air soles, haven't they? Which help you spring. <laughs> oh, careful. Careful without <laughs> you say that. I was careful. <laughs> I, you noticed. <laughs> That's a childproof swear if I ever heard one. <laughs> Next time somebody steals a parking space at Sainsbury's, you can say, air sole. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What did you just say, Daddy? It's referencing my trainers. <laughs> <laughs> but they do it. They do the springiness in the soles. And I don't know whether it's true or not, but if you go to buy a pair of trainers nowadays, they'll emphasise and these have got this special sole and that special sole. Mm. You're supposed to run to help with your exercise. Oh, these shoes mean you don't really have to work very hard. The shoes do it for you. Do you think a lot of these fads are because we're naturally lazy and can't be bothered to do things yeah. properly? So it's all sold on cutting down the amount of time and effort you have to put in. Yeah, I do. I would not move, apart from the fact I'm told that is bad for me. You know? <laughs> I would be that basking seal or walrus on the slipway with them having to heave me onto a trolley to move me out of the way so the lifeboat could go down. I would be that huge creature enjoying life. But they say, yeah, but you won't see your 20s if you're that fat. So I sort of think, oh, OK, <laughs> now heave myself off to the next fad. But why haven't they blended the things that we truly enjoy in life, alcohol, food and exercise, and make a blended batter size around that? So why isn't there the cream cake crunch where you do uh, stomach abdominal work whilst nibbling on a Victoria sponge? I mean, no one does it like that, do they? I thought you were going to say the crunch there, the cake crunch, which exercises your jaw. <laughs> Gives you a lovely chin. You're a beast below your neck, but who cares? No, because you'll be hula hooping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of the reasons why I wanted to talk about fads today is because I don't like exercising. I think you're right, a lot of people don't like exercising. So in order to keep myself motivated, I've been doing YouTube exercise routines power walking exercise routines to Disney theme tunes. Okay. And I've been doing this with a lady called Shania Hill, who's very active, but she's so funny to watch. I don't know if she means to be or not. It makes it entertaining for me because otherwise doing exercise is boring. Yeah. Which I think is what stimulates them to keep coming up with all these fads. I'm surprised she calls herself that because if you drop the H, it's Shania Ill, which isn't... <laughs> 
that's not health aware, is it? She's ever so funny, though. I did a zombie workout the other day, don't you know? Oh, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I find that hard to believe, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to keep myself motivated because you start these things. So I've done spinning classes where you sit on a stationary bicycle and you make your legs go as fast as possible with different resistances to build up muscle. But by the time you've done six spinning classes and nothing's different, mentally you're like, well, I might as well be a hamster on a wheel. Yeah. You get bored and you go and do something else. I think it's a vicious circle, or in your case, a vicious cycle. <laughs> These people get you to do the exercises that you're probably not equipped to. They always have the little disclaimer, talk to your doctor before you do any exercise. Not going to happen. No. So you do your exercise... You pull a muscle, you do your back in, and then the people that have invented these exercises send you to their clinic, which they've got built into their gym. And there the physiotherapist fixes you, pushes you back into the gym for you to break or strain or stretch your next muscle. I think it is, as you say. I mean, it's a multi-billion industry. I was doing Get Fit with Rick. He's based in Dubai. Very nice lad. Uh -huh. Very over-enthusiastic, which does make me laugh. But then again, I know after I've done 12 Get Fit with Rick on YouTube, I'm going to hate Rick forever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're lazy. We want something that's a quick fix and we want it yesterday. But also, I think we've got a less of an attention span than ever. Yeah, well, I think those rebounders... Now, I've got a bone to pick with you and I don't typically like to air my dirty laundry on our podcast, on. but you talked me into this rebounder, uh -huh. which for nobody that's been equally conned is a micro trampoline that's now cluttering up my sitting room and just <laughs> collecting dust. Oh, well, I was waiting for this moment. I'll buy it off you for five <laughs> <laughs> you told me how wonderful the rebounder was. They are. How it will change my life. How it helped your child's spinal column. I did it a couple of times, ended up down the osteo with a dicky lower areas. That's what I'm saying. There are videos of 85-year-olds uh, doing it, saying it's changed my life. Yeah, they can't get off it. <laughs> <laughs> Slow impact. I can't get off it. I've been toiling days. Perhaps you need the, <laughs> the micro one, which is effectively a tiny little foot-sized one for each foot. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It was fun. It reminded me of my childhood, but it was ever so difficult to eat my sandwich while I was on it. <laughs> of course, in that case, it's probably why you damaged yourself with all the skidding cheese and bits you had on your trampoline as you <laughs> fell off. You generated more of a ski slope. <laughs> but again, you try it for a bit, it gets dusty, you put your clothes on it. How many people have got exercise bikes in their bedrooms? Oh, I think quite a lot. That they use as a clothes horse now? There's the running machine, uh, what's it, by Peloton, has been in the news lately because uh, things have gone under them like children, well, they, yeah, pets, yeah, kids. and they say you must lock the door when you're in there exercising so that nothing can get in. What about Sammy, my pet spider? Is he at risk? <laughs> but running machines and bikes and rebounders, they're not fads. They right? are a fad, though, because you buy it, you use it for 10 minutes, it then collects dust, it sits in the corner of the room until you get to breaking point where somebody in your family says, oh, for God's sake, will you get rid of that blinking bike? Yeah. It's in the way. You take it down the dump or you try and Facebook it, eBay it, and then six months later when there's another lockdown or you suddenly decide you're fat again, you find another one on Argos and it's just like a vicious cycle. Yeah, I think... Ah, it's a vicious cycle. A vicious cycle. <laughs> I think the other thing is everybody should invest in um, special mirrors so you never know how fat you are. <laughs> just walk around with blinkers on. Look at me. Look how slim I am. Thank you. <laughs> the concave mirror. <laughs>
I think a lot of people get fed up of the exercise machines eventually. But in the short term, they think, oh, I've just done a workout. I've just done three minutes on the bike. So now I can go and treat myself to that vanilla cake. <laughs> they make sure they eat more than they've just lost. Yeah. I can't understand it. I'm working out for at least three minutes every day and I'm putting on weight. Yeah, it's true. I will go and do a bike ride and I'll be clocking up on my watch and I'll come back and I'll be like, oh, I've done 3.6k. Look at me go, I'll have a bottle of wine to celebrate. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally counteracts what you're trying to do. Yeah, you have to want to lose weight. You have to want to be in shape. But nobody wants to lose weight and be in shape, do they? No, well, I've already put my hand up. <laughs> But are people doing it to be fit, to keep in shape so they look like they're good, or to be low weight? What do you think most people want to do? I don't know. You see people running along. You know, you see guys that have got all the kit and they're, they're long distance running and, and women long distance running. I think, I wish I had that kind of discipline. Yeah. But then when I'm driving past them and it's hailing down or it's peeing it down with rain and I think... I'm really glad I'm not that self-disciplined. <laughs> I'd much better be in my car here. Yeah. yeah, or if you get an injury, when you're like that, I've met you know, sometimes people who have been really working for years doing something, and every now and then they have an injury and they have to lay off, and it's hell for them because mm. they don't belong on the slipway with me. <laughs> I think the first bit of exercise gear puzzled me when I was a little kid was I found one of those chest expanders, you know, the things with two handles and springs between them. Yes, they were dangerous. They quit grabbing people's nipples. Yeah, <laughs> I guess they probably <laughs> have done. <laughs> it's like the Harvey Weinstein of exercise material. <laughs> but I found one of those, you know, when you're at that age where you're exploring your house, and I found these in one of the drawers in my room, and I said, what's this? And it's, oh, it's your dad when he was in the Navy. And I think, oh, dad, who was not by any stretch of the imagination someone who would work out, had obviously thought, oh, I'd better do a bit of exercise. And you think, what is it about us humans? I mean, he was in the Navy. You imagine that was a pretty keep-fitty-type job. Mm. And he thought he needed this extra exercise. That's the fads that are around us all the time, isn't it? I've got visions of your dad in the sitting room doing his chest expander, having a chat, probably with a fag on at that time. Yeah, I think he did. With your mum sat next to him, fag on, with her thigh master out. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. He would have had the chest expander and probably had a fag on. And the same as my mum used to have a thigh master and she'd have a fag on. She didn't want fat thighs. No. Cancer was fine. Yeah. Totally yeah. different. Fat thighs. It's just ludicrous, isn't it, what we're convinced we need. Women, you can't have fat thighs. You must have chunky glutes and chunky thighs if you're a man. But a woman, ooh. Have you ever tried a thigh master? I've never heard the word until you just said it. Really? Yeah. It's basically like a giant, very tight spring. If you imagine a human-sized nutcracker, uh, you put that between your thighs and you have to push against it. Uh, I think for a man, putting a giant nutcracker between <laughs> his thighs is probably psychologically not possible. I think that's why they marketed it to women, mainly, mainly menopausal, irritable women. <laughs> well, I think, in, I think in this case, for the first time, if you offered me to do that, I would say men are pausal. I would definitely pause before I did that. You've taught me a few things here. Did you have a set of weights in your bedroom growing up? Because that was quite popular for young men. We weren't that sort of family. I tried Dad's spring expander thing and found that I couldn't really move it more than <laughs> probably a millimetre. And thought, gosh, I'm weak. 
<laughs> I probably actually, because I was in the teenage years, thought, what a ridiculous thing Dad's bought. How ridiculous. Why didn't he buy one you can actually move? <laughs> you know, rather than thinking I was just pathetic and weak. And then there was the modern version of those that I don't know if it's still going, but it was going for decades, was the bulwarker. Ooh. That thing was like a tube that had a big spring inside so you could compress it. Mm. And it had cables on either side so you could pull it. And you could do just about every exercise and more known to mankind. Probably aliens bought a few of them. Was that like a, um, a resistance training? Yeah, yeah. But, but, well, you could do it dynamically because at a spring you could mm. sort of do it at pace. Well, that sounds like an early version of this resistance bands. So you can get giant, well, they're basically giant elastic bands. And you push against the giant elastic bands. Right. Push against them or pull away from them? Well, both. I think you do both. I, I just basically spend okay. quality time in my sitting room wafting around and then I get a bit bored and then I pretend I'm in the Olympics and I'm doing the ribbon section. <laughs> 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 I think I had one of these when I had to do some physio once. They put a green elastic band around my ankles. And then she said to me, walk like a spider. And I just looked at her to say... Well, like a spider, you've only got two legs. <laughs> Starters, you're on a disadvantage. <laughs> that was my first problem. But yeah, I think it is the same thing. But, you know, again, over lockdown, loads of people in their sitting rooms with their exercise gear on, trying to work out what they're supposed to pull and poke and press. I didn't get it. I've bought skipping ropes. I've bought a product that you swivel on, which is like a swivel board that's supposed to work on your waist. So an alternative to a hula hoop, but requiring less coordination. I've got a running machine in my office now we've got a rebounder thanks to some idiot friend of ours called graham we've been doing youtube videos i got really into joe wicks i was doing his hit training and it was working and i was losing weight and then it hurt my back and i stopped and because i'd hurt my back i found that cake was a good substitute to joe <laughs> cake is good cake is a healer it is most people don't want to do exercise it would seem most people don't want to do exercise beyond, say, a couple of minutes. So as I said, with a rebounder and with your running machine, people get on it and they'll say, oh, I'm bored now. It's boring. I don't want to do that. Mm. So that's what's led to these electrical bands, like the vibrating bands that you stand in front of a machine and put a band around your buttocks and it vibrates the jelly off. That started as a belt, a vibrato plate in the 60s. A vibrato plate. Love it. <laughs> that women were supposed to have in their kitchens or they would go to special places and vibrate. And that was supposed to break down the cellulite and break down the fat. But actually, the power plate is exactly the same product just 40 years later yeah. without the rubber band. <laughs> we've not learnt. We haven't. We've just reshaped it. When these watches and similar came out and step counters came out, I mean, originally, the step counter was to give you some idea of how far you'd walked. If you did a nice stroll with your friends on a Sunday, you'd say, oh, we've been a mile and a quarter today. And then they brought out more sophisticated things that actually did reliably count the steps. And you suddenly got this... To be fit, you need to walk at least so many thousand steps a day. 10,000. 10,000. 10,000 steps a day. 10,000 steps a day. We're told all the time. That's why you know there are two sorts of people. There's the people who say, oh, I managed to do 30,000 steps today. And then there's the people who say, I managed 80. And that was a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> but the 30,000 steps, they could be getting up and back to the fridge. So it's counterintuitive. Yeah. <laughs> You've just got to keep moving. Yeah, especially if the law are after you. <laughs>
But I've recently, and I know I'm a bit behind the times, got an Apple Watch. Okay. And I've become a bit obsessed with the whole step thing. And it's like it's another pressure point. It's another nag. You know, it's bad enough you've got devices going off left, right and centre. Now I've got somebody going, keep it going. You've done four steps. Try and break your personal best and make it six today, please. Please. And it sends me a badge. Like I'm some sort of simpleton. Yeah. Oh, well done. Yeah. Well done. And you can hear the patronising tone, although my watch is non-verbal. You can hear it. Yeah. Well done. Good luck, you. Well done. You've done a thousand steps there. Have a badge. You're like, oh, get knotted, you <laughs> asshole. Well, at least they haven't got to the point where they are personal devices, so it's not something you share with other people. You can. You can join oh. people oh, so yeah. that they can all judge you. Who does that? And then they fake it. They stand in front of the telly eating chocolate, doing extra steps. I can't be doing with that. But I was thinking that it could become more like your best mate, saying things like, hey, fatty, time to move. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Put the plate down, stop eating the cake, and just stand up. That'll do for now. Yeah. <laughs> That's a real success. She exercised her triceps by putting the plate down and up. Lift that cake plate. But it does that. It even tells you when you need to stand up. Yeah. Oh, time to stand up. What am I, a moron? I've managed on my own for like the last 40 odd years. I suddenly need assistance to know when I should stand up or not. I think when I was a little kid in our local church, there was a hymn about that. I want to stand up, stand up or <laughs> something. <laughs> We weren't very religious, but we did as we were bid. <laughs> so I don't get half of this stuff. I mean, some of it's fun, but it's only fun for five minutes. So what's the answer? Come on, let's solve this quandary, this conundrum. Or do we want to? People, Well, the people in the exercise industry don't want us to. No. What about if we could take those shoes with the springs in a step further and it was automated, so I put them on and it bounced for me? I think that's the idea, isn't it? Like those electric-controlled cars that whiz around the park. Mm. You buy a pair of shoes and you sit down on the grass with your picnic and hit play and the shoes go running off and make you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps put your Apple Watch inside one of the shoes. It comes back and says, well done, here's five badges. <laughs> a badge for you. Yeah, you've just run <laughs> one and a half kilometres in less than 10 seconds. Do you think they will invent something that actually physically moves you? I think they've already more or less got it. It's just that they... Is that the handgun? <laughs> Maybe that's the next exercise fad. Sheer panic exercise. <laughs> yeah, panic. We will send in a terrorist to your gym who will hold a gun to your head and say, run 5K. That'll do it. <laughs> or threaten your mother-in-law comes to stay unless you go for a run. <laughs> <laughs> for a lot of people, they don't really want to exercise. It's unnatural. The idea of bending down and picking stuff up, and they don't believe that it's really harmful to them to be out of condition. As you said earlier, people smoke, and they don't say, oh, I don't want to stop smoking. You know, people who are addicted are addicted. There are people who've discovered an equilibrium where they're in good shape, fit, they're healthy, they're probably going to live for another 10 years over what they would do if they didn't do all that. But a lot of people say, oh, I just can't do it. I need a bottle of wine tonight. I cannot get by without drinking a bottle of wine tonight. I've had such a day. My shoes ran off into the woods. <laughs> Ruined my dad. Spent a fortune on them. <laughs> Perhaps that would be it. They give you shoes which run off into the woods with your Apple Watch, which is quite valuable, and then hide. <laughs> You've got to find them. <laughs> 
<laughs> so basically what you're saying is the new exercise. That would be good. Hide and seek exercise. That's probably why That'd Apple be... have brought out that new find my thing. So you go off towards where they were last seen in the woods and as they sense you getting near, they run off a bit further. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be the next thing that personal trainers do, aren't they? They're going to go and hide in the woods and get their personal trainees to find them. And then every time they get close, they're going to leg it a bit further. Yeah. If someone held a cake... Held a cake. Okay, someone had your favourite food. They held a cake. Hostage. There was a hostage... <laughs> hostage cake. Hypothetical cake hostage situation. And you had to release the cake. You'd make it work. That would be fun. I'd do that. Yeah, hostage cakes. I think you're onto something there. I imagine as you're running around trying to find your electrical shoes containing your Apple Watch, I can imagine hearing a noise and you just look over into the shrubbery and there's your old mates. What are you doing, Emily? Uh, I'm just looking for my shoes. Oh, you're still doing that? Well, if you get fed up, we're here with the picnic. <laughs> I wouldn't okay. get fed up because I'd be doing the hostage cake afterwards. <laughs> and then... <laughs> I think that would be fun. Maybe there needs to be more fear involved in exercise. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe if they started whipping people on the rowing machine in the gym, they might go a bit quicker. I'm just throwing that out there as an idea. I think when they say you need to do this for your triceps, you need to do this for your biceps, nobody really balances it out. I know sometimes people say to me, oh, relax such and such a muscle. And I'm like, uh, Graham huh? to muscle, where... <laughs> Not that muscle, Graham. <laughs> I can't imagine that muscle. Never mind about talk to it. I've decided that if I ever got involved in these hill walking things, I'd go one of those dogs that you could ride on. You know, <laughs> another fad. People have noticed that if people work out, they get hot and they sweat. And so somebody said, "Well, let's cut out the working out bit and just make them hot and sweat." And so you got those plastic suits, and then they put you in a hot room or perhaps put, I don't know, a candle under you or something. <laughs> and so you became hot and sweaty. But you're thinking, yeah, but your muscles aren't doing anything. No. And while you're there eating cake, I see not a lot of health. Let me pitch this to you. Okay. Graham and Emily's boot camp. Yeah. Come, enjoy 24 hours of sheer exercise pleasure. Join in with our fear-induced exercise routine called terrorist chase followed by <laughs> hostage cake and finally sweat out all of those antibacterial nasties when we'll stick you in a plastic bag over a candle <laughs> i reckon we can get three grand a week for them easy, easy. i bet there'd be a lot of people but you've forgotten our favorite <laughs> hide and seek cake <laughs> Modern Aged Middle Life was brought to you by Graham Jarvis and Emily Baum. If you liked it, tell a friend or rate and review the podcast. That will help others find us. Thanks.